Praise the Lord, everybody. Feels good in the house of God today. Amen. Glad to see everybody here today. Anybody still excited living for God? Anybody want to agree with me that God's still good? He still sets high up on the throne. He's not a dead God. He's alive. He's alive and well. That means we have a bright future. He runs the show. So whenever you get into a conversation at work with somebody about the economy, you can tell them hope remains. You can talk about the, this country falling apart. You can tell them hope remains. When the children marched around the walls of Jericho, they marched the first day. Nothing happened the second day. Nothing happened. But hope remained. Because the seventh time, something happened. When the leopard king dipped himself in the Jordan River, he did it one time. Nothing happened. Two times, nothing happened. The seventh time he done it, his skin was like a newborn baby. So I got, I got lost kids. I've got an oldest kid. He's lost. He's lost and undone. But hope remains. Hope remains. It was, it was a few days after Mother's Day, eight years ago, I made my way to my mother's church to visit her on a Mother's Day. And the next service during that week, God renewed me with the Holy Ghost. Twenty-some years of being lost. Hope remains. If you got a lost child out there, hope remains. You can tell the world out there, we got hope. We got hope today. This living for God is a great way to live. There's no better way than living for God. No better way. Nothing compares to it. Brother Isaac, we all stand. We're going to sing some songs. Brother Isaac will take up an offering and remember Mother's Memorial. Mother's Memorial offering. If you don't have any cash on you, just write an IOU. Don't forget to put somebody's name on it. And uh, we'll trust you with that. But God's good. God's good. He's been good to me. So let's rejoice in the Lord today. Let's worship. Let's give him our all today.
upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you all around you and within you he is with you he is with you in the morning in the evening in your coming and your going in your weeping and rejoicing he is for you he is for you Happy Mother's Day, everybody, to everybody that is out there as a mother. I'm so thankful for all the mothers. Mothers mean children, and we want children in Sunday school. <laughs> Just had to give a plug for Sunday school. <laughs> so praise the Lord and bring your children. <laughs> And I just want to say that uh, today I was trying to, I was praying about a song for this morning and I just can't stop thinking about Jesus loving me and how much he loves me and how much I love him back. And you know, that's what it takes for a mother to raise her children for the Lord is for them to see her loving God because that's what's going to get them through life when they love God so much. So let's just sing. If you know the song and you want to sing along, Please do. It's in the hymnal, and also I think Jeff is going to put it up for us. But at the end, I have a tag, and everybody knows it. So sing along at the end if you want to. Hallelujah. I am so glad that our Father in heaven tells of his love the book he has given wonderful things in the Bible I see but this is the dearest that Jesus loves me though I forget him and wander away still he doth love me wherever I stray Back to his dear loving arms will I flee when I remember. 
ago in a Sunday in a children's church event we had how simple this message is it's the simple love of God the simple gospel it's that simple tell bring up little kids tell them that Jesus loves them you, that's as simple as it is Jesus loves you he, I love him because he first loved me sister Debbie and her sister are going to sing for us today and uh, we uh excited about how God's working in Debbie's family's life and Judy's life and God's doing great things in that family and and uh, it's wonderful it's a wonderful thing and uh, have you sing with them and God bless them as they sing for him today
Thank you, Jesus. Every time I try to make it on my own Every time I try to stand and start to fall And all those lonely roads that I have traveled on There was Jesus Just stand at your feet and let's worship the Lord right now. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. My God is here today for the hurting. He's here today to help us when we are weak in faith. He's here to strengthen us today. When we don't know where to go, we don't know where to look. But all to know that there's a Savior here who cares very much for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
every time I try to make it my own. Every time I try to stand and start to fall, all those lonely roads that I have traveled alone. It was Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. We love you, worship you, God. We praise you, Lord, and lift you up. You are wonderful and mighty, God. There is no one like you, Jesus. There is no one like you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord.
Folks, we have enough time. Why don't you, if you're, if you're able, why don't you come down? <clears throat> Amen. I love it to see people at an altar. That's it, Rebecca. Yes, yes. Oh, that's it. God is interested in people today. Oh, yes. We want the Lord to work and move today. Pray for these right now. Lift up your hearts to God. Oh, Lord, do a mighty work.
Praise the Lord. How encouraging is that when people come to an altar? In this crazy hour that we're living in where it seems like our world is topsy-turvy, that people are still finding God. That's powerful. Amen. So thankful for each and every one of you. I want Sister Erickson to come. We are delighted that she was willing to do this. And uh, this is Mother's Day, and that I always feel like it's so fitting for her. I want to always hear from Elaine as, as um, my wife and someone I feel like has a heartbeat also of what God is doing in this community and in this church. And um, we love and appreciate you all so much. And um, you are the church. You are the church. And so, Sterickson, come and take your liberty. You got it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well. Thanks for the delicious breakfast. Yum. Very good. I'm grateful to all the men in the church and their willingness to serve in the kingdom of God. Yes. Can't be just one guy. 
gotta be all the guys. <laughs> and I'm glad to see all of you here. I'm thankful for the opportunity to be here in Chelsea serving with you. I've learned a lot since I've been here from you, and I love you very much. I have a lot to say today. I just hope I don't get sidetracked and bogged down. I'm going to uh, try to participate in the modern era and use our monitors. We'll see how I do. I have all the confidence in I or T back there. I'm not sure which one he is. <laughs> Any mistakes are mine. So here we go. Slide one, the challenge of the day. Or what will I wear? <laughs> now don't tune out. We've all got clothes on. We've all got to decide. <laughs> Don't get ahead of me either. The Word of God talks a lot about clothing. Let's look at slide two. Adam and Eve's coat. Where would we be without that? The priestly garments. Chapters and chapters in the Word of God about what the priests wore. The ribbon of blue around the hem of the garments of the ch children of Israel. I mean, that's pretty particular. It gets down to the details of what we're supposed to be wearing. Joseph's coat of many colors. Lots of things about clothes. Jesus's cloak. The promise of that white robe that we're all striving for. And the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. There's lots more examples. And the all-important items of clothing taught in every Sunday school class, from the beginners to the enders, the pieces of the Christian armor. Today, let's narrow down the items of the armor. We're gonna narrow it down to slide three. Shoes! <laughs> And all the ladies said amen. <laughs> now, there's no coveting here, okay, Pastor? <laughs> and this is not my closet. <laughs> okay, so some of the things are from my closet. <laughs> okay, let's take a look at different kinds of shoes. There are all types of shoes. So slide floor, four, flip-flops. Very breezy, very casual. Think the beach, picnics, vacation. But we all know the connotation of a flip-flopper, especially in politics. Somebody's whose word cannot be trusted. James teaches us to let our yay be yay and our nay, nay. Slide five. Some of my favorite, flats, again, easy on the feet. Think of a day of shopping or some cute work shoes, so fun. Lots of things to do, lots of places to go. But these also come with a warning. Let's don't be a flat Christian. We are called to be lively stones. We can and we do have bad days but the clerk at the store doesn't need to know about it. She's having a bad day too. A coworker may be looking to you to put that light into their day. 
We've all got problems. The world is full of problems. <laughs> so don't join the problem. <laughs> don't be the problem. Try to help. Slide six. Sandals, yay. Summer, hallelujah. Seasonal. Yeah, they can be worn every day because sandals can be functional or very pretty or dressy. And they are comfortable too, letting in the air, letting out the dogs, so to speak. <laughs> Part of the goal for us is to be comfortable with what God is doing in our lives. Can't be afraid of God or what he's doing. Yes, there is always the possibility that you're going to end up in Africa, but that's few and far between. And if he's going to call you to go to Africa, he'll go with you. He'll go before you. He'll be there beside you. So be comfortable with God. This happens a lot through prayer, reading his word knowing what he wants. If you don't know what somebody wants, then you're, <laughs> get to know Jesus. Be approachable. Be an everyday Christian, like an everyday pair of sandals. Be a functioning Christian, no matter what you're doing or where you are going. Okay, so next slide, seven, I think. Oh yeah, slippers, hallelujah. <laughs> More comfiness. Early mornings, late at night. Not midday Walmart, please. <laughs> I guess you can um, guess where I'm going with this example. The Bible does counsel us about the slippery snares of this life. Okay, so pay attention. Slide eight. I saw some of these here today. The wedge, they're not my favorite, but they're very popular. Gives one a feeling of height. And they're much easier to wear than a pump. The lesson from this shoe shows us there's no place in the kingdom of God for bringing a wedge into a relationship. The devil is the accuser of the brethren. And he does a great job. He does not need any help from us. Okay, so there's just a few more. And, you know, who knew there were so many? You guys okay? Guys? Okay, all right. So slide nine. Loafers. Second Thessalonians 3 and 10. If anyone does not work, neither should he eat. No loafing, please. <laughs> Slide 10. Tennis shoes, yes. Okay, so there's all kinds. Tennis shoes, sneakers, high tops, running shoes, walking shoes, workout shoes, trainers, CrossFit, and there's probably 15 other categories of tennis shoes. They are the work shoe of the closet. They can be fashion forward. They bring support and cushioning to our steps. Just don't let them sneak up on you. Slide 11. These are my favorite. <laughs> Heels. <laughs> 
the princess pump, which is usually what I normally wear, not too high, because I'm getting older. Pumps and the all too deadly stilettos. I can hardly wear the shoe, the, the high heels anymore. Usually I only wear them on Sundays anymore and by Sunday afternoon I'm jumping out of my chair because my feet are cramping. <laughs> These can be very intimidating. The higher they are, you better watch out. <laughs> the height advantage can feel very heady, especially to any teenage girl. But they take practice to walk in. You've seen the teens wobbling down the aisle. Don't do it. <laughs> Practice, please. And heels cannot be pulled off if your posture is bad. You can't. And you can't. <laughs> Keep your back straight, please. <laughs> They do come with a warning as well. Romans 12.3 cautions us that no man think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Okay, so I'll stop there lest I lose any more of you. There's no time to mention slides, mules, T-straps, slingbacks. I'll, I'll just kind of let that all go. The Bible does talk a lot about shoes. Slide 12. And thus shall ye eat it, with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. That's out of Exodus. Talking about being prepared. Be ready. We are called to be instant, in season, out of season. Oh, you've heard the expression, standing here with my shoes on. At my house, my husband will say, are you ready? And I'm like, standing here with my clothes on, let's go. So yeah, be ready, be prepared. A little Bible reading, a little prayer, a little fellowship, a little word of God. Prepare yourself because, you know, you don't know what the day is going to hold. Right. Slide 13, please. How beautiful are thy feet with shoes now? Do I have to say anything right here? <laughs> Some of those bare feet. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, prince's daughter. This is out of the Song of Solomon. To show that one is cared for. God cares for you. He wants you to know that he cares for you. He sees you. He knows how to prepare you for the journey of the day. Slide 14. This is Luke. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Showing a position or an office or a place in the family. There's a place for you. Look at all these empty pews. There's a place for lots of people. God has spiritual attire for you that you will need to carry out your 
spiritual duties. He doesn't send you out unprepared. He doesn't send you out unclothed. When he has a job for you to do, he gives you what you need to do it. And here is the aforementioned, this is hard to say, soldier's shoe. <laughs> Slide 15. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace out of Ephesians. The gospel of peace. There's a lot of noise in the world, lots of chaos, lots of turmoil, lots of unrest. But there is hope and there is peace that can be had in the midst of all of it. We are called to bring the gospel of peace to the world. And really, that's, that's what all of this turmoil that we're see, seeing is a sign of, that people are seeking the peace of God. They just don't know it. Because all the things that they've been doing, all the things that they have tried, all the chemicals that they've put in their bodies, all the opposition that they stand for, is not bringing the peace that they need into their lives. What they are really seeking after is the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. He will usher peace into an individual's life. We can carry the commission to bring peace of the gospel wherever we travel. Our daily route, our daily routine, this is a big ask, I know. But we have been commissioned to go, and therefore we have been equipped to go. The word we carry, the time we spend in prayer, will carry us through the day and into the daily trials that we face. Okay, so I'm wrapping up here because I don't talk long. This brings us to the next, to the last slide-ish. Slide 16. This is out of Deuteronomy. Thy shoes shall be iron and brass, and as thy days, so shall thy strength be. And as thy days, so shall thy strength be. We have a daily plan most of the time, unless we're on vacation. Except I'm going on vacation with my sister-in-law and there's going to be a plan. <laughs> I make a plan and those of us who are gold here, we really have a daily plan and we probably have it written down. The day's activities dictate the clothes of the day. What will I wear? Is often answered by the question, where am I going? What am I doing? And unfortunately, sometimes, who's going to see me? <laughs> we don't wear the same thing in the garden as we wear to work. We don't wear the same clothing to a picnic as to a funeral. We don't wear the same thing to sleep as we do to the house of God. But whatever comes our way, whether according to our plan or not, God's word 
promises the strength that we will need to get through our day. Just think, the tougher the day, the harder the circumstances, the more confusing the situation, God's power is enough. As the day goes, the power of God goes. So we, like Isaiah, can greatly rejoice. Next slide. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me in the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with jewels. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. He's given me the garments that I'm going to need. So what will I wear? I will wear the strength and power of God. I will, like David, encourage myself in the Lord. I will pull myself up by the bootstraps and... Oh, wait, boots? Next slide, please. Don't get me started on boots. Lord have mercy. <laughs> but true content in the Word of God. So think about that. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord raises up a standard against him. Is it imagine today that you are a prepared vessel, only knowing that today you're going to live for God? You don't know what today holds, and God is going to empower you, infuse you with what you need, and giving you everything you have and you need to go into your day and win a victory for yourself and for the Lord. Amen. Why don't we stand to our feet? Thank you, Sister Erickson. I appreciate that very much. I knew it was worthwhile getting those video uh, monitors it might not be me who does the PowerPoint, but my wife will. <clears throat> we are interested today in you and I being the Christian God wants us to be. And so be encouraged. Thank God for every time you come to an altar and seek God. Don't get so long in church that you don't think you need an altar anymore. But, but take advantage of, of our, our friends and loved ones who are coming to the altar what a refreshing it is to come. And the Bible talks about that we need that refreshing in the Holy Ghost. We need that renewing of God in our life. Amen. And uh, so, so let's keep this church in Chelsea, Oklahoma, let's keep it hot around the altar. The Bible said that the rivers of water sprang out from under the altar and went out the door of the church and went everywhere in Israel. Amen. It brought life. It brought fulfillment. It brought strength. And that needs to happen right here. Amen. So be prepared. Trust God. Live for him with your might. And um, looking forward to Wednesday night. I, I want to invite everyone back if you're able to be here. Friday nights, um, if you know or don't know, let me just tell you that we do have prayer meeting Friday nights at 630 here. And, um, um, you know, the more the merrier. 
we, we try to pray for just a short while. It doesn't take long. But um, we want to give God our focus, and we want to pray for some needs, important needs. And I think God's been answering some of those prayers. I know he has. Amen. God bless you all today. But Mr. Lampkin, good to have you all today. Well, of course, um, if, as long as I'm upright and knowing that you have left your church in McAllister, um, I want to invite you back. <laughs> so I'm not getting in trouble. I'm not inviting someone that's already in another church. Amen. And all of you all are so awesome. Thank you for coming to the breakfast. And um, thank you for being a part of Snack Chat and, uh, and this service today. I'm excited about what God is going to do. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful time of fellowship. And um, looking forward to seeing you all at Possible Wednesday. If you're able to be here, we'd love to have you here. God bless you.